Welcome to a Lunch with Biggie, a podcast about small businesses and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. My guest today is a YouTube creator who took his love for food and cooking and made it into a YouTube channel. I've seen him go from the beginning of his channel to now over 350,000 subscribers, a supportive Patreon community helping him secure his future, as well as also not to mention an exciting thing sprouting up in the future. He may not know that I know this. Uh, please welcome my friend, Mark Thompson, the Sawstache. What's going on, Mark? <laughs> What's going on, Vicky? Thanks so much for having me on this. This is so excited that you're doing this podcast. Like, I am just like, I'm just amped about it. Well, I appreciate it, man. We talked about it. I, I remember talking with you about it at one of my yeah. events and I was like, hey, I'm thinking of doing this. What do you think? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I basically got off my ass instead of uh, telling myself, talking myself out of it, I decided to jump out, jump on in. So I definitely, uh, I definitely appreciate you taking the time to, to spend some time with me during my lunch break. Um, as I'm finishing up my lunch, um, I guess since I'm eating lunch, I guess what's my, I guess my first question is going to be, what's your favorite sandwich? Oh, oh my gosh. You know what? I mean, so right now, honestly, I mean, we just had it last night and it's probably just, I really love, and I've kind of just fallen in love with like the Beyond Burger. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Monica and I, we eat them all the time. And like, that's kind of like my go-to. Um, uh, other than the Beyond Burger, you know, I like to do, um, oh man, I'll tell you, there is quickly Boba over here on Colonial. Okay. They have like, the bon mis that they make are out of this world. And for any of the, like the plant-based people, they have these like nuggets that are, they're like, I mean, I haven't had chicken in years, but they're the yeah. best chicken nuggets that I've like ever had. They're so really good. Like I, I don't care what you eat. Like if you're just like, man, I eat, you know, like whatever it is, like those chicken, like the veggie chicken nuggets that they yeah. have are wild. Have I you mean, tried to have you tried to replicate them yet? I you know what it's one of the things. So there's um there's a bunch of companies that make versions of them. Like Whole Foods sells like a general so chick un, you know, and it's and it's I swear it's the same thing. It's the sway the same like uh, uh soy protein fiber that they're using. It's something that I'm going to replicate one day when I really nail it, like when I figure out exactly what they're doing, because it's whatever they're using isn't like very commercially available. So gotcha. I have to find what that source is. But one day, one day I'll, I'll replicate it for sure. Okay. So, so let's, so for folks that have not heard about Sawstash or know about Sawstash, um, let's talk about like, let's talk about your channel. I know you've, um, you've been doing it for over four years. Yeah. Um, what made you start it? I mean, probably a lot of things. Um, I, so I, I've always wanted to do something creative. I've always wanted to do something, um, you know, I, I've always, that's what I've always tried to do. I've always wanted to do something like entrepreneurial. Mm -hmm. uh, before Sawstash, I had, I was like, you know, in my head, there's always like a thing. So I had like a Jeep Wrangler and, and I was trying to make these like Jeep Wrangler parts. And my Instagram account was the cheaper Jeeper because I would make like, plastic taillight covers, you know, and, and I never sold any, I think I actually sold one pair. I take that back. I told, sold one pair of these taillight covers. Uh, before that I wrote an app for the app store. It was an app called solar screen on the iPhone and it would help you to where you didn't get sunburn. Um, I was doing like Jeep videos and, you know, just like kind of messing around. I wasn't really like an editor yet, but I mean, yeah. I've always just wanted to do something like that. I've always wanted, I was in a, in a, I was in a band years ago and like, I was like, I'm going to be a famous rock star. And I mean, and 
and it was just always like really interesting. Like the entrepreneurial life was just always something that was like really, really interesting to me. And uh, I just, I would say probably five or six years ago, I was getting really big into uh, YouTube. I mean, it was just like watching some of these YouTubers like Casey Neistat and Peter McKinnon and like the vlog people, you know, like the people that are like running around New York City with their cameras and like just making really cool videos. And I was like, dang, it's like, I could, I could do that. You know, it's like, I, I, I see what these people are doing. I, they're entertaining people. It's just, you know, telling stories. And I was like, I could totally do that. And, um, and I know this is like a very long version of it, but when That's Monica fun. and I first met, uh, my fiance, she, and you know, Monica, uh, yep. she was running a, a pretty successful yoga blog. I mean, she, and she was doing it for a long time and she ended up, we both worked at the same place and we both didn't like our jobs at that place, but Monica left and, and she went on to just do this yoga blog. And I was always just, I was like, there was like multiple things happening because Monica and I weren't dating when she first left. And uh, we were just like acquaintances at the time, but we would like talk and I was like, oh, I'm going to start a blog too. And so there was like this thing of like, it was almost like, I was like jealous of her, yeah. but then it was also like, like, damn, like how, I mean, it, not even like jealousy, but just like, how cool is that? That this girl, like she wanted to do a yoga blog. She started this yoga blog and she left the job that we both couldn't stand. And she was able to just go off and do this yoga blog and, you know, make money and live. And so when we first started dating, I was like, I was like, I really want to do a blog. Like I want to do, so I want to do what you're doing. You know, it's like, we need to figure out what that is. If it's like a Jeep thing or if it's something, but I was, I made a lot of dinners. I like cooking, you know, it's fun yeah. to me. It's not like it was never a passion. The cooking wasn't a passion, but I do love food. You know, food is like, it's something that I get excited about and, and I get excited about trying new things. And Monica said, she's like, why don't you do a blog that is just based off of your sauce recipes? Because every time I would cook dinner, I would make, you know, some sort of like fun sauce to go along with that dinner. And she didn't, she didn't eat like that. She didn't cook like that. Monica was yeah. very much like, you know, like making fried rice and stuff. But it's like, I would make fried rice and then make some sort of like, you know, white sauce to go along with it, you know? So she was like, why don't you do a blog to go along with so, instead of doing a blog one time she was away at her parents and, and this was very early on in a relationship but she was away at her parents and I was I took my cell phone put it on the kitchen cupboard and I just filmed my hands and I was making yeah. I made um like it was a, a vegan chipotle mayo you know it was uh it was uh just egg um or like just mayo and then like tabasco sauce that's all it was it was really simple and then I made like fried rice and then I poured it over the fried rice and I called it soft stash and I put some like funky music behind it. And I was like, you know what? At that time I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make 30 second, really quick, snappy sauce recipe videos. And, and it's going to be huge, <laughs> but it ended up just evolving from there. But that was, that's how it, that's how it all got started. Was, yeah. Was, and, you know, and that's kind of interesting because the way it evolved and from watching videos, because I remember, because I actually met you when you started it. So I, yeah. I remember because Monica and I, I think we even met at a blog convention at a blog, yep. Florida blog con. And um, and that was like the big thing was like, you know, I when I saw it, I remember seeing like there's like an evolution because I know originally started with sauces. Then you started yep. doing kind of like the lunch break um, yep. kind of concept like, hey, I'm in the middle of my lunch kind of thing. And I'm like, I'm going to show yep. you my lunch type of thing. And then it started going with like Internet trends um mm -hmm. because you know you've always been kind of very like 
I, I would almost like I, I would almost say like you're you're very kind of almost handsy in the sense of where you would almost you a tinkerer. You like to take things apart and look into them. So it's kind <laughs> yeah. of like trying to figure out like, oh, I'm going to figure out the recipe of this Internet trend and I'm going to make replicate it. Um, yep. And then from there. I noticed, you know, because and and when I mean there and when I say that, I mean, I'm talking like this is going on for, you know, you're doing this for a few a few years. And yeah. I've really noticed kind of like in the last year, it's really evolved very plant based yeah. um, and, and vegan plant based, you know, and like. So how did that how did that how did that evolve? You know, how did that get evolved? Like, how did you evolve from there? Was it a, a dietary thing or was it a, like you decided well, to go vegan or what was that? So, so it was, um, so Monica and I are both mostly pescatarian. Uh, when we first met, we were probably more vegetarian than anything. Um, and, and that's kind of just, I mean, without putting any labels on it, but yeah, like my diet and Monica's diet mostly consists of plant-based food. Um, so the channel was always secretly vegetarian. Like even when it was like sauce recipes, the sauce recipes were always vegetarian. I didn't like talk about it, but that's what it was. You know, I just, I used just mayo. I used this stuff. And then like when it evolved into, um, the lunch break again, that was, it was all pescatarian, you know? And like one of my, one of my original burgers was like the like original videos was like a, a vegan smash burger, you know? Cause it was just what I was eating for lunch. Yeah. You made um, a, you made a shrimp po' boy one. I remember because I drooled yeah. over that one. It was amazing. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. The po' so boys good. was like, I, I love po' boys and oh, yeah. like bonbies and like, yeah, that, that would probably be my favorite sandwich. Mm -hmm. Pobies, po' boys and bonbies. But, um, so yeah, it was always like, it was always in, in the back of my mind that that's the stuff that I wanted to promote was mostly plant-based, mostly, um, you know, I, I didn't want to promote any meat products. Uh, so when I ended up going into uh, like doing like more trends and that was just honestly like shifting into the trend thing was just me trying things out, you yeah. know, like, like what's going to work, what's not going to work. And, and that was fun. That was cool that, that there was a lot of stuff that got a lot of views, but like what I really enjoyed um, was the exactly what you said was figuring out how things are made, you know, and cause that's always been me. Like I'm a, I'm a tinkerer. I think that's why I like YouTube so much is because I love the part of it is the high of figuring out like, how does the algorithm work? How does the audience interact with videos? Like how does um, you know, like what, what things trigger, you know, like relevancy and, and sharing and like, so what, you know, so it's like diving into figuring out how things work and diving into figuring out how like recipes work kind of like started moving into the direction that it's in now, which is, um, you know, all plant-based, 100% vegan. And that kind of just came at, at the direction of my audience, you know, and a few things of like, I told Monica, I remember, I remember the conversation too. Like we were talking about like the trends and I was like, I don't really understand if I'm going to keep making these videos about trends. Like why, why does somebody specifically want to watch me make this video? You know, if, if a bunch of people are doing it, but if I can do something and provide value as far as like, you know, if I can figure out what beyond is doing exactly to make the beyond burger what impossible is doing exactly to make the impossible burger and that's when i started like breaking down the ingredients labels and like started ordering like i was like okay so let me find how can i order methyl cellulose how can i order you know these different textured proteins how can i order and so it was like kind of like that and and it was going a whole wholly uh plant-based on it was 
that's where I was able to be the most creative possible, like creative I could be, you know, like, because it was, there's no limitations on it. Like there's no, it's all new. I'm not classically trained chef or anything. So it's like, I could do what I want to do and really figure it out. And, you know, I have a hundred failures, but then I will have one, you know, piece of bacon that comes out like a piece of friggin' bacon. And it's just like, you know, blows my mind. And it's like, that's what I get to make the video about. So it's, it's the most exciting. I feel like it's where I get to make the most difference and it's the, where I get to be the most creative. So it's, it's kind of cool the way it worked, you know? No, no, I totally agree with that. And like, and it's been really fun to be able to see, um, I kind of, I love it because I get to watch, I've been able to watch just as your friend, be able to see like the growth and like the, how, how it's launched. I mean, I know, you know, kind of like the big ones, the big videos for you, like the, the mochi and then like the, the grilled watermelon ham. I mean, like all those have been like, uh, amazing. I mean, it's just really interesting stuff. And like, I will tell you that a lot of these, I mean, I mean, obviously I'm not vegan, but a lot of these I'll watch because I was like, man, that looks good. I was like, I would eat that. I was like, if he made it and I, I would eat it, if Mark makes it, I'm eating it is how is what I would say <laughs> to myself. Awesome. So, which is, which is exactly what you want, because I mean, that's kind of what it is. It, it's appetizing. It looks, it looks delicious. And the best part is you're honest about it. When you, when you review it, like when you take that bite, you're, you pretty much give an honest answer. Like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't it. Or yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's it. That's the one, you know? And so yeah. it's great to be able to see that. <laughs> Um, you know, to be able to see that honesty with you, with you doing it, but I also know it's a lot of work, man. It's a lot of hard work that you're putting into it. What, um, what advice would you give for people wanting to start creating content? You know, I think, um, I think the thing is, is, you know, follow exactly what you, what you want to do. You know, it's, it's, you have to, you know, one of the big things is, and, and I say this to a lot of people because I see a lot of creators, and this is very specific to YouTube, but I see a lot of people that are like, okay, I'm starting my YouTube journey and I'm making these videos that I think are going to be popular and and I'm titling them the way that I think the algorithm is going to like it. And, I'm, you know, and honestly, it wasn't until I started, you know, as I was growing and as I was figuring out, and I grew from the very beginning until, you know, until the final shift, I was, I was able to like a steady growth, but it wasn't until I let go of everything I thought I knew about like creating content of like, you know, doing the trends, matching what the other people are doing, or, you know, like following the, the I need the best search engine optimization. It wasn't until I started saying, okay, how can I be as creative as I possibly can? How can I put out the stuff that I think, you know, is going to be as entertaining and, and, and as engaging as I possibly can be? Um, and and just kind of like let go of a lot of the things that I learned early on as far as like SEO and like all of these things and just title things and, and show things and, and do things in ways that people will like, you know? So I think for creatives now it's, if you can make content for people and always be thinking of your people, like just always have that in the back of your mind, that I think those are the creators that are the most successful is the people that are like, you know, it, what is, what is my audience? Even if you don't even have an audience at that moment, you know, like what is my, my visioned audience? What do they want to see? Uh, you know, and I think that's, you know, or here, you know, if you're on a podcast, yeah. it's like, yeah. what do they want to hear? Um, and if you could really think of that and be creative and stand out, then you'll be wildly successful. No, I, I think that's very accurate. You know, I think that's a, 
a lot of times as long, it's almost to the point where you're like, I'm creating content for you and I want it's for you, not for me. It's for you. And I want to be able to provide you some, some, something for you to be able to enjoy. Um, so you do a lot of videos. Where do you get all your inspirations for these videos? Like, I, I know there's a lot of research. Like, what, what are you, what are you doing? Like, where are you finding these things? Where are you, where are you kind of annotating or keeping it all together? Like, where are you logging all this? What do you, what are you doing? So it's, I mean, it's, it's 24 hours a day. It's seven days a week. It's, uh, I mean, it's, it's all the time. Um, inspiration for things come, I mean, honestly, it comes from dreams sometimes. Like, I mean, I guess I'm to the point now to where I make so much stuff that I'm like, you know, I'm actually just actively thinking about it even when I'm sleeping. But, um, you know, there's, I'm looking everywhere, you know, I'm, I'm like, it's, I'm, I'm fully immersed into my genre, I guess you would say, like, um, it's not, I know a lot of people do, a lot of people do like research to where they'll go and they'll find, and this is actually really good just for anybody, like go and find, you know, 15 creators that are making content that you want to create, you know, like 15 creators that are making content that you really like, and then just pay attention to what they're doing and find patterns, you know, and say like, oh, when all of these people have done these similar things, um that really works you know and that's part of it i've I've, i do that quite a bit you know where i go through and i I look at all of the creators in the industry and i say like what is everybody doing and sometimes there's patterns of that and like right now that's kind of the pattern that i'm currently on like i'm kind of you know i'm in like a like a a creative exhaustion period so it's like okay let me let me see what people around me are doing let me get gather inspiration from that And then a lot of times, like some of my biggest videos, the inspiration just came from, I was walking through the grocery store or through like the local Asian market. And I'm like, man, what is this? You know, and I'm looking at it and I bring it home and I cut it open and I, you know, I'll dehydrate half of it. I'll throw some of it in the thing and just like, what do these textures look like? And I start pulling it apart. And so it's like a lot of the inspiration just comes from like, just buying a bunch of random, like, you know, I went to the Asian market the other day and I picked up a few daikon radish. I picked up a cocoa bean pod. I don't know if I'm going to make a video about a cocoa bean pod or, you know, besides chocolate, what the hell, what yeah. else can I make with a cocoa bean pod? But I still yeah. bought it because it was there. And I was like, that might be kind of neat to like mess with, you know, and, um, you know, it's uh, go to the grocery store and see, you know, dozens of different mushrooms. And it's like, well, that's a completely new mushroom that I've never even heard of. Let me buy that and, and try it out. And, and then luckily I'm also, I feel like I've gotten to the point now to where I get like a lot of comments. People are like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to be doing a video. Somebody commented about a week ago. Cause I did, um, I don't know, Satan, but it's like wheat meat, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's meat made out of like wheat gluten. It's really wild. But somebody was like, I would love to see you make a burger, um, fully out of gluten. So like the bun and the burger and that, you know, and in my head, I was like, well, that might actually be kind of just like a fun video. It's not, yeah. enter- it's not showing anybody anything, but it might be entertaining enough to where I can take a bag of flour and use the gluten to make the burger, use the starch that I, that I washed away to make like a vegan cheese and use extra starch to make a vegan bacon, and then just use more flour to make the buns and actually just do an entire, you know, bacon triple cheeseburger but the only the main ingredient and everything is just a bag of flour. So that's, that's going to be like the upcoming thing. So. That's pretty intense, man. That, that is, that's definitely pretty intense, but, um, and, and that's one of the things like I've always wondered because like, I'm always coming up with ideas and I'm always like, 
I've, I've, I pretty much use everything from like my phone. Yeah. I have like notebooks all around. I have post-it notes. I have like, um, I use Google keep cause I'll just like, pop, you know, throw that in either on my computer or something like that. And I'll just like throw ideas in, um, which sometimes is great. And then sometimes I feel like it's like a total, I'm just like throwing everything somewhere and then it's like trying to find yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Um, it's always, it's always, uh, you know, which is great. Sometimes when you go back and start reading some of these things and you're like, Oh wow, I totally forgot about this. You know, you know, I think my Apple like notepad, cause that's what I use most is like Apple yeah. notes. And I mean, I probably have 2000 notes just from like the last year, you know, and then like, I'll go through and like flip through them and delete them and stuff. But I just, I keep a constant notepad. I mean, and it's just, just never ending. And it's, and every note is a new idea or new recipe. But then like, you know, when I'm just like, sometimes it'll be like five or six notes, like your ideas that kind of pop up. So I have like one notepad that specifically just has like this month's ideas, you know, and I might use some of them or I might not use any of them, you know, but it's just a constant, you know, constant recycle of, of ideas and concepts. Oh yeah. That's, that's exactly what happened when I started Deli Fresh Threads. I had like my own setup of like my whole concept was like, okay, this is like packaging ideas. And I had them like yeah. separated as different sheets of like, um, you know, t-shirt ideas and blog post ideas yeah. and stuff like that. And it was like, I literally was just keeping it all together. They're trying to figure it out to see how it is. You're posting every, you're pretty much doing a video almost every week, right? Is that pretty much the, the consistency on it? So the goal is I do two videos a week. Um, uh, depend so my 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 rule to myself is if i don't have a good video i'm just not going to release it there's there's a lot of people that are like consistency is key that's the only way to grow but the problem is is that pressure ends up really screwing up a lot of people because then you end up releasing bad videos and releasing a bad video is worse than releasing no video so there's times where i can keep up you know i i think january through you know march i was able to do two videos a week pretty much every single week um, recently, like I said, I've had some, you know, like content exhaustion, you know, you can, you can only yeah. do so much, you know? And so it's, I, I, there is, I filmed a video uh, about a week ago and like Monica and I got to the taste test and we went, and it was like, oh, this is terrible, you know? So I got up, turned the cameras off, deleted the video. Nope. It's not going to come out, you know? So there's no video this week. I'll film tomorrow. I'll come, I'll use one of my yeah. other ideas. So it's, you know, I try to do two videos a week. That's the goal. So I know a lot of people say they want to be YouTube stars and they want to do it for a living. And, uh, and I, and I, obviously you're yeah. doing it for a living. So I want to, I kind of want to give like kind of a peek behind the curtain. Like what's something that you think people don't know or understand or realize that what content, what YouTube content creators deal with on a day to day, or just deal with in general, um, that, you know, they think it's fun and exciting, but what's something that maybe, you no know, people just don't understand or realize. Well, you know, it's crazy. So like, I, I talk to a lot of creators. I mean, like some of my best friends now are creators. Like I talk to creators every single day and I, and everybody has a different journey. Like, I mean, I have friends that, you know, that have done, you know, really well. And sometimes I'll tell them about like my stresses and they're like, what are you talking about? You know, like this is the easiest job in the world. And it's like, I know one of my creator buddies, he's like, I put out three videos a week and I work three hours a week and that's it. It's like, God, you know, for me, it's um, it's it hasn't it hasn't gotten any easier, and I think a lot of people think that. A lot of people look at creators that have like, you know, hundred thousand subscribers. I know I did. You know, I know when I first started, I was looking at creators that had ten thousand subscribers, and I was like, man, if I can just get there, that's where things get easier. That's where you know I can start putting out videos, and they just always get views. But it's it's that's not the case. You know, it's 
you just get better at figuring out what videos get views. You know, it's if I were to release a video today, you know, that I released say three years ago and the quality of the video and the title of the video, it would probably perform just as well as it performed three years ago and it probably would only get a few thousand views. So it's, I think a lot of people think that, you know, as you grow, things just get easier and easier and easier. And when you get to a million subscribers, well, now it doesn't matter what you make and you just put it out, but it, it does, you know, you have to actively be on the ball. It's a hard job. It's, it, this is, I will say that this is honestly the hardest job that I've ever had in my life. I wouldn't give it up because um, I do enjoy it. And there is a certain level of like, there's like a high, you know, there, there's like the, it's, um, uh, you know, like a winning mentality, you know, it feels, it feels good when you release a video yeah. and it's ranking really well and people are enjoying yeah. it and people love it. It's like this, you know, it's a huge, huge, you know, it's a good push. Um, but it is a really difficult job. I think people look at it and they think that they're going to grow and be these like, you know, be able to just, it's going to be this like crazy, you know, luxurious yep. life, but it's like, man, it's, you know, even 400,000, 350,000 followers, you know, it's like, it's, it's it's actually gotten there's there's now there's so many more levels that it's even more complex, but I, I wouldn't give it up for anything. You know, I think anybody that yeah. wants to like go after this life, like definitely go after it, you know, it's, it's worth it, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it doesn't, it, it stays about the same. I have a, I have a, one of my good friends that she has a, a YouTube channel and she a few million, few million subscribers. And we always joke around that, like, YouTube, once you hit 100,000 subscribers, should just give you your silver play button and a therapist. Like, <laughs> like here's your play button. Here's a therapist. Continue on to a million. You know, at a million, you get a live-in doctor. You know, <laughs> the the pressure the pressure's on. I mean, I look at it. Um, I look at I look at some other YouTube. You know, YouTubers that I that you know we mutually know, and I yeah. look and I see them, and I'm like seeing them produce like come up, and then it's like I'm in my brain. I'm thinking to myself you're constantly having to come up with something yeah. like, so the fact that you're doing two a week is so intense. I, I mean, it definitely, I, there definitely is the fear of burnout because oh, yeah. you just, there's all like, it's like, I got to come up with the next thing. What do I do? And it's like, and, and I get it because I, and I, in some aspect of it, but in, for, for me, it's a totally different animal than yours because like for me, it's like, I have a concept for a design for a shirt and I come up with this shirt and I work on this shirt and literally by the time, and I don't know if you feel the same way by the time you release the video. Uh, but by the time my shirt's released, I'm, I'm spent, I'm ready to go on the next one. It's yeah. like, because it took so long to go through the process. Um, even though I'm excited about it, I'm, I'm also ready to like, let's go to the next one. Yeah. And, and so then you don't even appreciate or get to enjoy the, the, the release of what you did because you're looking to go to the next one um and then, so yeah it's yeah. i can i can only imagine that and um and one of the things that you talked about was about um like thumbnails and is gonna and i don't know why but as i was scrolling down like i was looking i was like scrolling through um like some of your videos on like on the thing on youtube and like on your channel and i was and i know they're super important i was kind of just curious once you figured out how like what to do and how it worked did you go back and edit like your, your thumbnails on the other ones. So therefore there was a consistency, like at one point, did you do that? Or did you just kind of say, no, I'm going to let it, this is going to be the flow. Cause I mean, obviously I saw there's a consistency with the sauces being the same. Well, so there's, there's, there's no formula and, and, and it is, it's always changing. I mean, there's like, it's people evolve people like, and I think that's the biggest thing. Like if, 
if you're creating content, you're like, I found the thing that wins. You're only going to last so long because that thing that wins is only going to be winning for a very short period of time. And then people are going to get bored of it. You know, it's just like, I've only watched four seasons of the walking dead and it's kind of like, okay, there's zombies and people running away from them. I'm done with the show. They didn't evolve for me. They just kept doing the same thing. So I stopped watching. Um, but you know, so it's, you have to constantly evolve and, 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 and changing thumbnails, thumbnails to me is like, it's almost more important than the video because if people don't click on your thumbnail, like if your thumbnail doesn't gain somebody's attention, they're never even going to see the video, you know? So, uh, and, and I have gone through and, and I try, I have the mentality of if I put out a video and it doesn't perform, uh, you know, I always do my best to see like, okay, maybe it's, there's something wrong with the title. Let me figure out a new title or maybe the thumbnail, the clip through on the thumbnail is not doing so great. So let me see if I can, you know, change the thumbnail, try some different colors, try some different text and see if this will gather attention. Yeah, you know? no, no, it makes total sense. Yeah. What, um, what tips or advice have you gotten along the way? Um, I know, I, I'm, oh. I know of one that I, I remember hearing or knowing, but what are some tips and advice that you've gotten along the way that kind of helped you when you, as you were creating YouTube videos? Um, you know, like, so a lot of people, I've, I've definitely talked to people about like the thumbnails. I've definitely talked to people, you know, about like personality. Like that was one, I think that's probably the one that you're talking about that you've heard. Cause I talk about that a lot, you know, a good friend of mine, that's a creator. Uh, when I initially started, it was just, you know, showing my hands and he was like, you know what, man, he's like, that stuff works great on Facebook. It works great on like these really quick platforms where you're scrolling. He's like, but on YouTube, you know, show your personality, you know, get on camera. And that's when I started lunch break was I jumped on camera yeah. and I was like, okay, let's, let's do this little, you know, quick 15 minute show while I'm, while I'm, you know, on my break from work. Um, so I really think like there is, you know, and this isn't true for everybody. There's always, you know, the scenario, like, like I said, my good friend who's has a cooking show and she doesn't show her face. It's just, you know, like a recipe show, but she pulls in millions of views and she's doing phenomenal, you know? Um, but I do think for a lot of people, it does show, it does help if you can show your personality. Now I will say with her videos, she actually, her personality comes through her voice in in like when she's describing the recipes, she's very like bubbly and fun and entertaining. And she says funny. So things. even though you can't see her, you can hear her and you can yeah. feel it. You can see it. No, yeah. that makes total sense. It makes total sense. And at the time, like I wasn't even doing any of that. I just said I was doing recipes and I had like the text flying up on the screen. So there was, there was really not a whole lot of personality there. There was yeah. nothing for people to be attached to. And, and, you know, it's when you're trying to grow, like the, the way that people will subscribe is when they attach to your personality, when they, you know, you have to be a magnet for mm-hmm. people's personality. So it's, you know, the more you can show that, the more you can be, you know, and I, and I say it's, it's just your honest self, but just turn the volume up a little bit. You know, it's like, like, don't try to not be you, you know, be yourself, but just if you had like an extra cup of coffee that day, you know? So it's like, when you get on camera, just, you know, amp it up a bit, you know? Well, and it's funny because I preach that, I preach that a lot to my friends who own small businesses because I tell them, I'm like, create, create content. Now, when I say create content in videos, I'm probably saying more like on the, like Instagram stories, more of the short term, short verse version of it, um, rather than full on production, um, of a YouTube. But I do tell them, I'm like, people need to see your face. Like that's part of it. I think, I think when people see, 
um, see your face, see your personality, experience you, see who you are, like the person behind it. There, there's a connection there. Um, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I think you're successful as well, because you can tell there's a genuine excitement. Um, there's a genuine excitement when it comes to that and seeing you actually do it and be part of it. You kind of, you got, you're going along for the ride, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of one of the big things about it. Um, and so this, and it kind of, this works out really well because you and I have had numerous conversations about me wanting to do YouTube and I should do YouTube. Um, and I've also been preaching a lot about progress versus perfection. So, and you've said a few times, like, you know, Hey, if it's not good, don't. So I, I definitely want to like, you know, and I can't, and I keep kind of telling folks like, you know, stop talking about it, start doing things. Yeah. However, YouTube is really tough, man. And, yeah. and, and, and so with that, it's like, especially, and I know like, especially going more like the thought process, you know, you want to go more long form. Um, Cause obviously the longer you're on the channel, the better YouTube likes those things. I know you've gone through a progression in the sense that you originally started with one phone. Now yeah. you, you have like, I mean, if you ever see Mark set up, I mean, it's quite impressive. Um, I haven't seen his new one, but I know it's got, he's got like three cameras. I know he's, he's known to do recipes over again, just so that he could do B roll. Um, so that's, that's a, that's like a totally opposite area. I mean, granted, I'm also talking to folks to start things. You're actually doing this full time, but can you kind of give me an idea of like, what, what's your thought process on that? Because obviously you, we don't want to scare people. I don't want to scare people with the realities of like, Hey, you just can't like throw, if you're going to just make a video and throw it on there, just throw Then for that. You might as well do it on like Instagram or yeah. do a Facebook live. But if you're going to do long form, then obviously there's going to be editing and there's all those things involved. So what do you recommend for that? Because for me, that's, that's a big one. It's like, I, I, I'd rather do short ones, but the editing and all those things are tough. What do you recommend for that when you're trying to battle that whole thing? Because I don't want to create another hurdle for someone to not want to do something. Well, so it's, it's not about the equipment. I mean, it's really not like, like when I, cause I'm like, I recently switched to 4k. So I think like the last few months, all my videos are hundred percent in 4k. And I like, I didn't get any more views for that. I just, I just personally wanted to have better content out, but it didn't, it didn't change the viewership. Of my, there wasn't like this, like, Oh, now it's 4k, you know, and I'm getting like, you know, hundreds of thousands of extra views. Yeah. There was no change in the amount of people that I didn't even receive extra. I, I thought somebody would yeah. notice like, Oh, you're 4k now. No, there wasn't, you know, like nobody cares. It's, I do think, and, and YouTube is better for long form in my opinion, even though they're now releasing this whole like YouTube uh, shorts, you know? Um, but it's, it doesn't necessarily matter as much as it did. There was a period of time where it was like, you have to make 10 minute videos, but now it's, it really is. YouTube has like, I think the algorithm over the years and just for my short time, my only like four and a half years that I've been doing it, I've seen the tweaks that have happened. And now, and now what is happening is it is based more on what the audience watches. So when you are doing something, you can totally make a video that goes mega viral from a cell phone. It's your delivery. It's how, it's how the story gets delivered. The big thing when you first start is just make as many videos as you possibly can and try to get really good at telling a story and getting your point across. Like, and be very diligent about what, you don't release. Like, I think that's like, when I'm editing, it's it's mostly about what am I removing from this? Like, what, what doesn't need to be here? Uh, what doesn't provide any value? Like, is this line just for me? 
Like, am I just trying to like, you know, like a lot of like the entrepreneurs are like, make sure uh, the gurus will say like, make sure you within five seconds, you tell them to subscribe, make sure within, you know, 15 seconds, you tell them to follow and click the like button. And I'll tell you, I started seeing my numbers pop way more when I stopped asking people to subscribe, when I stopped telling people to like my videos and when I took everything, cause that stuff's for me. Like that's, that's me being selfish. Like, Hey, subscribe to my channel. That's not for the viewer, you know? And so it's, I think if you can, if you could start figuring out ways to do that and it takes time, like, I think you have to make, and I've heard other people say this, this is advice that I've gotten. Like you have to make a hundred videos before you really understand how to tell a story. There's not very many people that know how to entertain people, you know? And it's because it's, if everybody knew how to entertain people, then everybody would be actors and everybody would be in entertainment. And it's like, so it takes a lot. So, do, you know, like for people that are just starting, like just make videos, jump right into it. Like immediately jump into it, make a video, watch it. You're going to love it because it's your video and you're, you're going to show your friends, but then start looking at it very critically, you know, like really it, I think the big thing that I've told myself and I always tell myself, and sometimes maybe I'm a little bit too hard on myself is uh, I don't like really love anything that I create. It's always very like, okay, now how, so this video is done. This came out good. The audience enjoyed it. Now, how do I make the next one even better? You know? So it's like, if, and I, and I see people in these YouTube groups that are like, I make really great videos. I make the best thumbnails. My thumbnails are just as good as this channel. Why am I not getting views? And I always comment, I tell these people, it's like, well, that's exactly why you're not getting views because you think you're making the best content. You think you're making the best thumbnails, but you're probably not because if you were, you would be getting a ton of views, you know? Um, so you be, be, you know, be kind of, you have to be critical. I think that's what the thing that makes this really hard is, yeah. is how self-critical you can personally be. But I also think then one of the things that I really liked that you said was you got to make a hundred videos. I, I think we live in a world and I see this all the time. This is literally a marathon. There is no sprint on here. I know some people do go viral uh, or if they're celebrities, obviously it's a lot easier to be like, Oh, subscribe to my channel. And they have all these views, but you've, you really have, I mean, you're, and you're a great story to be able to kind of illustrate that because you know, you, where you started and where you've gone, I mean, you have, you actually have people, you know, you, you went from, you know, and that was another thing that I kind of, I found very interesting was, you know, and, and we can talk a little bit about it was, you know, at one point you were doing this, you know, you were doing, you had a full-time job, you were working and also doing videos. Then, you know, things happened where you're like, well, I'm, you know, you're not, you're no longer working. And now you're like, I'm going to take this jump to, to go yeah. and do this full-time. Um, and that takes a lot of, you know, that takes a lot for you to be able to say, you know what, um, I, when that happened, how long, how many, like, how long have you been, were you doing sauce stash that you were like, Hey, I'm ready to take this to take this next step. So that was, so that was two and a half years ago. I was laid off from my job. I was laid off after I worked for the company for 15 years and I got laid off and um, you know, that's always unexpected. Uh, at the time uh, I just signed a deal with Facebook. Um, and I was going to ask you about that. And I was in, yeah, I was in what was called the Facebook, uh, the creator launchpad program. So I had, you know, I think I had like 500 followers on Facebook and Facebook said like, Hey, we're going to help you grow, you know? So I had that happening. Uh, my YouTube channel, this was two and a half years ago. So it was probably around 50,000 subscribers, I would say, um, wow. around that range. 
and so like the YouTube channel was making a little bit of money. It definitely wasn't enough to make ends meet. The Facebook page was starting to bring a little bit of money. And again, probably wasn't enough to make ends meet. But at the time I just, I felt, um, I felt that the direction everything was going, that if I did put in, you know, I was like, okay, well, I, I don't have a job and I can either go and get a job and again, do something that I probably don't want to do. I don't, you know, like, you know, I mean, no, I mean, I don't know who, who, who absolutely just loves, you know, I mean, some people do yeah. actually, okay, that's, you know, a lot do what of you love, actually, do what you love. Like, yeah, do what you love. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I wasn't doing what I loved. Yeah. And and I just, and it was really hard for me saying like, well, this is the experience that I have. These are the jobs that I can get. And if I do, if I go out and get another job, I'm just going to be in the same boat again. So why don't I put every possible amount of effort that I possibly can behind this and just try to guarantee it success. Um, so that, that's the, what happened. And I, and I had, you know, there was, um, you know, there was, I think there's a certain level of determined, you know, like I was determined and, and I was also, um, uh, I was pretty sure yeah. I was pretty positive that I could do it. And I think, and I think having that was enough motivation to keep it going. Yeah. You know, you also put it, you also put the time and effort in. Cause I mean, you were, this was now your baby. This is your livelihood. So you're putting in your, your yeah. work, you're working like, almost every day of the week, uh, you know, oh, yeah, in the yeah, beginning it's... to try to get to that point. And then one other thing that I thought was very interesting and, and I was going to point out, and I'm glad you brought up the Facebook was um, the importance of posting, not making it one of those like auto shares that I, and I, that was one of the things that I've heard from you and I've heard you talk about how it's important to like, even if you make a video on YouTube to actually embed the video or not just like put a link on your Facebook, but actually going to Facebook and actually uploading it onto Facebook. Um, because yeah. obviously at the end of the day, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all those, they just want you to stay on their page. Um, so they don't yep. want you to go somewhere else. So why not go that route and actually just up, take the time and upload it rather than just do a quick share, upload it to the, to the site. And then now you have more visibility. One of the things that you, I, I totally love because you've, since you've obviously grown so much, like you actually have like an agent that actually helps you. And that has that provided like when that came about, like, did that provide you like that much? I mean, obviously it provides you, I'm assuming other opportunities um, for you to be able to, you know, kind of like PR wise, be able to talk to other people, be in front of other people. Um, has that provided you that much more opportunities as well? I'm assuming. Oh yeah. I mean, my, Colin, my agent, he's just, he's amazing. I mean, he's, it's, it was a life changer getting him. Um, so it, so it, coming up, I was I was really big into doing like the brand deals and, and working with brands. That was part of my business plan was that um, I, this is how I saw my friends do it who were on YouTube. And I was like, you know what? They, this is how they made money was they had ad revenue and they had brand deals. And I was like, that's the route that I want to go. And that was the route that I saw a lot of creators going. And so I worked on that. And, you know, early on, you would reach out to brands, you would send out emails and you would get like, you know, you would send out a hundred emails and get one response. And, um, and then, and then as you grow, you start getting contacted by agencies, you know, and these agencies will, you know, uh, I worked with loads of different agencies to where they would, you know, it would be one off and then they would go away, you know, they would do one brand deal and then the agency would go away and you would never hear from them again. Um, but I started working more with one particular agency 
Uh, and it was like over the course of a year, you know, he called me and we worked and essentially he just, he was initially just working on uh, working with brand partnerships, you know, just helping me get more and better brand deals. Um, and after about a year, you know, he called and we had a conversation. He was like, well, why don't we just, you know, why don't we just work together? Why don't we just exclusively, you know, just do this and I'll be your agent and, you know, you can set up a, you know, whole thing with me and then, and everything just kind of goes through him. And, uh, and that's been great. Yeah. And, and he, you know, out of the blue one day he called me and he was just like, are you interested in writing a book? You know, I'm, I'm talking to a publisher and then I was like, wow, okay. You know, and so it's, it's been pretty great, you know, and he's definitely, um, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a good, he's a good friend now, you know, he's somebody that like I talk to about like the business, he's very into the YouTube business and, uh, you know, he works with lots of other creators besides me, you know, like I'm not his only client, you know, but he works with a ton of other creators. And so it's just like getting insight with them and, um, you know, just getting to talk to him and, and hearing, you know, the business side of, of that, of being a creator that, you know, I don't know if I would have ever have been able to really get into, you know, like, um, because nobody, I remember somebody early told me on, like, I was like, well, how do you get brand deals? How do you do this? Like, what do you do? Like, how, how much money do you charge? And because none of that information's out, you know, there's a ton of like little articles that like, but like, there's nobody that really says like, hey, this is like the good way to get brand deals. You know, you see like these little things, but they're really, it's really, it's tough to decipher. And somebody was like, nobody's going to tell you how to run your business. And I was like, man, that is like a really hard truth. So I have a, I have two things before my lunch break ends. So one is, um, and you and I and I'm gonna tie it in now because it was it was a question I was gonna ask towards the end, but I'll I'll ask it now because you brought it up. Um, so I mentioned earlier in my intro that you have things sprouting up, um, yeah. and then obviously you mentioned your agent and you mentioned uh, about book publishing. Um, so I have seen in my research that um, that um, Mr. Mark Thompson here is gonna be having something called a book on Amazon available. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it's called Making Vegan Meat, a plant-based <laughs> food science cookbook um, by our very own Sauce Dash. And it's going to be available um, from what it looks like July, summer, July of 2021, man. Congratulations. Thank you so much, man. That's Thank freaking you. awesome, man. That's, yeah, that's, really... I was super excited when I saw that. I was like, man, <laughs> yes. I'm like, I'm like, this is, I'm like, and then I saw it and I'm like, I'm like, this is a hardcover. I'm like, this is like, this is like a, <laughs> this is a book. I'm like, this isn't, no, this isn't no digital uh, in a Kindle. This is like straight up book, man. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm, ex I'm really excited. I'm really, it's been, we've been working on it for, for about a year. Um, and it's a, just, it's a, it's a real it's a process i'll tell you it's it's it has been a process but it is it's exciting and i and i can't wait yeah it's coming it's going to be around um around mid-july uh is the release and i'm going to start promoting it here over the next few months and you know there's not like there hasn't been like an official announcement i'm terrible with that like i know there's there's supposed to be this whole like you know like you know and stuff yeah. but i'm like oh, i'm making a cook i'm just too excited about it like i can't like you know i can't like yeah so yeah. Well, yeah, man, that's a big deal, man. That's, that's phenomenal, especially, especially since you have so many recipes that you've provided and shown, like yeah. it's already out there. Why not put them in a book and, and make it and bound it and then have it available for people to be able to watch and, and be able to read it and flip through and be able to see it. Best part is 
you and it's almost like you're advertising your videos are advertising the the, the product itself as well yeah. because if you know a lot of those are actually from videos they can see them and they're like man that looks so appetizing oh wait i have the cookbook i have the recipe right here yep it's so there's a lot of the stuff so a lot of the stuff that's in the book is stuff that's already been in the videos but then there's like the thing that was really cool that that i really wanted to write with the book because so for me like and i try to tell people this and maybe i don't know if i get it through the videos enough but i and I, and I do it in the comments a lot, but like, I just, I really just, the whole thing is like, just experiment, you know, just like play, like play with your food, like have fun with it. Like, you know, try my way, but then try another way. And I see a lot of people saying that it's funny. Cause like, you know, I don't know why I have this thing about like, when I'm making these like plant-based meats, I kind of make them fairly plain. Like I, like I want it to taste like a steak and then you can turn yeah. season it and flavor it and you know make some cool thing to put on it and like so it's neat when i get like these instagram pictures from people where they make these like same dinners out of like you know like the little piece that i created you know like the shrimp then that they that they then you know like the, the plant-based shrimp that they bred and turned yeah. into some whole other world you know um so the thing with the book was I, I just wanted people to be able to experiment with the stuff that they've already made so like there's like a ton of different like you know if you can't find these ingredients try these ingredients or like you know something that i haven't tried yet but this is the way that this process works so there's like i'm even like just kind of throwing out things that i haven't even worked on yet just um, i've yeah. experimented with but it's like hey why don't you try it like you experiment and see what you come up with so i think that's the big that's the whole food science part of it it's it's not real science it's mark yeah. science it's just experiment you know like have fun so I'm, I'm hoping people really catch on with that with the book and you know they'll try some of the recipes but then they'll make their own version of it you know so i'm, excited I'm very excited for you when i saw that last night i was like looking Thanks, at it man. and I, my eyes lit up and i was like oh my gosh i cannot wait to ask him about this this is freaking awesome so uh super super excited for you um so the airways are yours um by all means tell folks where they can watch your videos how they can follow you how they can support you thanks man um so yeah so follow me on i'm sauce stash everywhere except on instagram i am the sauce stash guy uh, i don't know why i did that but i just that's the way that i went but yeah so yeah sauce stash uh and it's a uh, sauce like sauce and stash like mustache and uh yeah i hope you enjoy if you if you, if you check me out yeah <laughs> definitely cool. check him out i'll do it for you subscribe to his channel um and definitely leave comments and likes on it for him um and then do you have any last thing also do you have any final words of advice to to our list to my listeners and just i you know i just i think anybody can be a creative or a creator like anybody can do it like if you have the like the inkling or even the idea like you know like hey i want to start a youtube channel or i want to start you know like just do it and and i this is kind of like on like the on the other end of it but i will say i think that most people that haven't succeeded on youtube only haven't succeeded because they gave up too soon and so just keep making content. I, I would have given up five times by now, but I just kept going, you know, yeah. keep going. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for Mark of Sawstash for being on the show and having lunch with me. Definitely make sure to check him out on YouTube, Sawstash. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe. If you want to support me, definitely check out my brand, Deli Fresh Threads, and do some shopping and tell your friends. Thank you. Until next time, keep eating sandwiches and follow your passion.